So Isaac and Rebecca got married, and for a while they couldn't have any children. Does that sound familiar? Kind of happens a lot in the Bible, right? And then God, it says, opened Rebecca's womb so she could have some children. And she noticed that there was like this like back and forth going on inside her womb. And she's like, what is this? What's going on? And God told her, you're having twins. There are two babies in your womb. And there are two nations in your womb. So remember, God told that Abraham that he would make him a great nation. That would happen through Isaac. Now Isaac is going to have two sons, and each one of them is going to become a, a, a great nation. Is it Rachel and? No, not we're not at Rachel yet. Okay. So Isaac and Rebecca, right? They're going to have twins. And God told told uh, Rebecca and Isaac. You're going to have two, these two babies. There are going to be two nations that come from them. But the older will serve the younger. And the younger will be greater than the older. And he meant a couple different things by that. First of all, the nation that would come from the younger son would be greater than the nation that would come from the older son. But he also meant that the Savior would come through the younger son. So God had to pick. Jesus is only going to come through one of those children. There's two children now. Which one's he going to come from? God had to pick. And God picked the younger. And God did that in part to show that he doesn't pick based on what humans think is most important or strongest or best. Because humans, back in those days anyway, used to think whoever is the older one, that's the one who should be the better one, the stronger one. Okay, so when time comes for the babies to be born... Oh, and by the way, she felt them fighting inside her, and God was saying, that, you know, they're gonna they're gonna fight these two these two children and these two nations. So the time comes for the children to be born, and the first one that comes out is got red hair, so they call him Esau. The second one is grabbing Esau's foot while Esau is coming out, as if he's trying to pull him back in and saying, "Let me go first. So they named him Jacob which means like wrestler or supplanter or cheater because he's trying to like wrestle his way out to come first. And when they got a little bit older, Jacob was really good at like cooking and hanging out at home with mom and he was his mom's favorite. Share that. Esau was really good at hunting. And he was his dad's favorite. Do you think that their dad and mom should have had favorites? Do, do mom and I have favorites? That's what you think. Just kidding. <laughs> no, because bad, bad things, really bad things happen. Like, kids are different, right? Like, Esau and Jacob had different things that they were good at, and you could appreciate those different things about them, but you shouldn't, like, like one better than another. That doesn't turn out very well. Anyway, so one day Esau was out hunting, and he comes back, and he's really hungry. Like when you guys come in, you're like, I'm so hungry. Oh, I can't make it till supper. I'm like, you had two snacks. You're like, I'm going to die. Do you ever talk like that? Are you being a drama llama? No, not me. So Esau came back, and he was very hungry, and he said, I'm so hungry. Well, Jacob was making some stew making some soup and he said oh it smells really good Jacob can I have some of that soup 
And Jacob said, you can have some if you sell me your birthright. This is what the birthright means. Can I have one more apple for a second? Yeah. All right. Which one are you older? Me. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Let's say that I, your father, have three apples and I have two children. Let's forget that there's another child coming. I have two children. And all that I have in the world is three apples. Okay? I'm going to give two apples to the older <laughs> and one apple to the younger. That's what, that's what birthright means. Now, if, if we include baby number three, let's say that I have four apples and three children. I would give, still, still Anastasia would get two apples and then you and baby number three would each get one apple. That's what birthright means. The oldest one gets a double portion. So Jacob was saying, if you give me the double portion of the inheritance from dad, then you can have a bowl of soup. Do you think that sounds like a good trade? No. That's a really bad trade. (laughs) Do you think Jacob maybe should have just like not been a jerk and just given him a bowl of soup? Yeah, probably. So Esau agrees because he says, well, if I don't eat this bowl of soup, I'm just going to die and then I won't be able to have an inheritance anyway. I think he's being dramatic. But he agreed. So they're fighting like this, and then one more thing happens, right? So remember, when they were born, it was like Jacob was trying to pull him back. And then, when they were older, it was like he was trying to cheat him out of his birthright. Remember his name? Wrestler, supplanter, cheater, trying to get his own way, trying to manipulate things so that he comes out on top. And then he did it again. So Isaac was getting old, and he couldn't see very well anymore. And he told Esau, go out and go hunting and catch some game for me. Like game would be like a deer. And bring it and cook it just the way I like, the way I love it, and then I'm going to bless you. And Rebecca was listening. She heard him say that. And so she told Jacob, oh, while your brother's gone, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to cook a, a lamb. Your dad won't be able to tell the difference. I know how to cook it how he likes it too. And then you're going to bring it to him. And you're going to pretend to be Esau, and he'll bless you instead of Esau. And he's like, "What? Well, you know, but, but mom, Esau's really hairy, and I don't have a lot of hair. Dad will know. She says, well, you're going to wear this lamb skin over your arms so that he'll feel it, and then it'll be hairy, and he'll think that you're Esau. Apparently, Esau was really, really hairy. So... They do this. And he goes in there and Isaac says, oh, who is it? And he says, it's, it's me, your son Esau. I've brought you some, the game, like just the way you like it. And he says, is it Esau? It sounds like Jacob. He says, come over closer. And he feels his arm. He's like, oh, I feel that hair. This must be Esau. And then he blesses him. And he gives him the blessing of the firstborn. And he shouldn't have done that. Because God had told him that the older was going to serve the younger. The younger would be greater than the older. However, Isaac did at least remember, understand one part of what God said. When he thought it was Esau that he was talking to, he did not give the blessing of the promised Savior to him. He was holding that for Jacob because he knew that was supposed to be Jacob. So then Jacob leaves and a little bit later Esau comes in. And he says, here I am, Dad. I've got the food. And when he heard that, Isaac knew what had happened. And he trembled. 
So he said, your brothers tricked you. And Esau was really mad. And he said, don't you have any blessing left for me? And he gave him a blessing, but the blessing was like, uh, your blessing is that you won't be as good as your brother. <laughs> that was basically what the blessing was. You won't have as much as your brother. Which is what God had wanted. God wanted uh, Jacob to have the greater blessing. And then Isaac also blessed Jacob with the blessing of the promise of the Savior. And then Jacob had to run away. Because Esau, they thought, they thought their dad was about to die. Guess what? He wasn't. But they thought he was. And so he said, after my dad dies, I'm going to kill my brother. And Rebecca heard Esau say that. And so she and Isaac decided that Jacob should go away and go live with her brother, Laban. Remember Laban from last time, Rebecca's brother. So Jacob had to leave. And when he left, he had nothing. He had his staff in his hand and he had his cloak. And that night when he lay down to sleep, he didn't have a tent or a house. He slept with a rock for his pillow. He had lit, he literally hit rock bottom. So all those things that he did to try to cheat and manipulate and get his own way, like Jacob wrestling with man and trying to get what he wanted, it didn't get him anything. But as we'll hear more about next time, that very night, God came to Jacob and promised him everything. And that's a good, so Jacob's life is a really good example of what grace is. God chose Jacob over his brother for no other reason than that he wanted to. It wasn't because Jacob was better. It wasn't because Jacob was older. Then, what Jacob tried to do by his works to manipulate things, that didn't get him anything but a rock for a pillow. But God used everything to bless him and give him his promises, and we'll see how God does that the rest of his life. Let's say the fourth commandment. Honor your father and your mother. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not despise nor anger our parents and other authorities but honor them, serve and obey them, love and cherish them. And let's sing our song. Jesus, thy blood and righteousness, my beauty are my glorious dress. Midst flaming worlds in these arrayed, with joy shall I lift up my head. Bold shall I stand in that great day, cleansed and redeemed, no debt to pay. Fully absolved through these I am, from sin and fear, from guilt and shame. Lord, I believe thy precious blood, which at the mercy seat of God pleads for the captive's liberty, was also shed in love for me. Lord, I believe were sinners more than sands upon the ocean shore, Thou hast for all a ransom paid, for all a full atonement.